do it like that. But yo, 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 well, um, what up? How you doing? This is Villains and Vinyl, where hip hop meets geek culture. This is CJ, one quarter of the coolest motherfuckers on the planet, and I am with uh, your boy Quinn. And oh, oh, today's gonna be fun. All right, so I'm gonna toss it over to T. Hey, look alive. <laughs> It's your boy T Terrence, aka my last day at 35. So cheers to you. Cheers to my people that's following and listening to all of us. This is a good day for Villas of Vinyl. Damn you old, bro. And Undertaker <laughs> oh, status. I know he's like the genie in Aladdin right now. <laughs> hey, Undertaker still getting money. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, hey, but he ain't getting you no know, years of money. <laughs> And I am the fourth quarter to make the dollar. How y'all doing, all you cool cats and kittens? Oh, my God. <laughs> that's officially your tagline. Yeah, I'm about to say that. Carol in the chat. Hey, at least y'all know who my hero is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, if you can allegedly feed your husband to the Tigers and get the paper, I feel you. I feel hey, that. Sounds, sounds like a hero to me. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, CJ, did, 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 we, did, we, did we do a segment? Because he did talk about his hero, you know, who uh, some people may call a problem. Um, I mean, what's today's topic? Well, today's topic, our uh, deep track or deep dive is going to be who is your favorite hero regardless of their problems. We're going to list them and go through all the issues that maybe they have, but that they are still your favorite hero, but that's later on in the show, so stick around for that. But as, we, but as we always like to do, we, we are partly a hip-hop uh, podcast, so we want to kick it off with what albums have you been enjoying this week? You know what I have been listening to? Because the messiah of misogyny has returned, <laughs> and I was chilling bumping that future. How was that joint? High off life. And yeah, with some of the most, he was like, he's one lie. He said, I can't enjoy life if, if it's not if it's not toxic. And I was like, Respect. we know. Talk about self-awareness, bro. We are very aware of you. But we just so, glad you know, bro. <laughs> I will say this, man. I, I, as a person who is a future head, the past few albums I have not liked. There have been tracks that I've liked. I think this one kind of is in the same boat, but there are more tracks that I like off of this album than previous projects that he's put out than recent previous projects. Um, but overall, man, I think it's a solid, if I had to give it a rating, just to give it one, maybe seven out of 10, maybe, but it, I think it's a pretty solid thing. There's a couple bangers on there that I've been pumping nonstop, um, as well. So that's kind of been what I've been listening to. Also, Terrace Martin on the other end of the spectrum, you go from something completely toxic to something else. Uh, I've been bumping Terrace Martin, who was a musician that worked a lot on Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly. He had a project as well that dropped this week. And that the title of that project is called Impendence. It's an EP. So I've been bumping that. And it's a really good project. Uh, has some buddy on it. Has uh, artists by the name of Malaya that I enjoy. So I've really been rocking with that. 
What, what about you all? Um, even though it came out last week, that Kalani album rock. You were right, <laughs> CJ. Listen to that Kalani album. Um, I'm playing that um uh, Will remix a lot. That one single because you know what? Jonah Prince Lucas. Prince killed it. <laughs> Jonah Lucas. Prince Prince killed it. Yeah. It was almost it reminded me of um Nas coming back on. I let Nas down for J Cole, so I definitely enjoyed that track. Yeah, that and, was surprising um, for Will. Like, because he bodied the flow. He yeah. Bodied, he no, bodied no audacity to rip that beat like that. <laughs> we argue, was this the best Will Smith verse ever? I mean, to be fair, I think yeah. it's only the best because of the layoff. To be fair. Because I think if you go back to summertime, I think summertime has way better verses than this. Like, I'm not <laughs> I, I think we're jumping out the window with saying that. I think the reason why we rocking with it is because it's been the first time we've heard Will sound as good in a long time. Yeah, you know, I take that challenge, CJ, and I'll let you know next week. Oh. Yeah, because I think summertime, bro, y'all sleeping on summertime. Hey, no, 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 I'm not. Actually, y'all sleeping on the goddamn Fresh Beer, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, goddamn opening. Cra- that verse is better than this one. Like, that's, that's not. No, it's <laughs> not. Yeah, yeah. It isn't. It's more iconic for sure, but. Iconic. Better. better. Yeah, man. Better. So, I think we're giving this Will verse a lot of credit because of the flow. Not necessarily. To, to be fair, I mean he didn't write it, but that's not the point. <laughs> I don't know if it's and not to say that he was shitty on the lyrics because he wasn't, but I think a lot of this is because of the flow that he used was really well done, and it wasn't and his. Yeah, yeah, we, and own, it wasn't we, we will know. I will have a full fledged <laughs> opinion this time next week. And you also write T that Kalani bumps, but my bad, ain't you? <laughs> no, that Kalani bumps, yo. Yo, I, I went running on that song. Like, oh, I've been the whole album. I'm like, yo, yo, it starts off toxic. My track, hate that oh, I yeah. love that song, but why yeah. it gotta be so toxic? Yo, we gotta some somebody gotta make. I hate we don't have to do it, so I don't want ladies to get mad at me, but I do want like a male response to that. It's yeah, called the. It's called High Off Life, the future album. But you know what I mean, like that's. I do. That is one of those songs I actually want to hear the guy, like old school, like with Trey Songz or somebody come and do like a their version of it, because she like Don Julio. I do a version with him talking about Casamigos, and you know, that's yo. That album's dope. Kalani, go ahead. You want you, you want me over with this album. Mm-hmm. All right, well, um, I got one because, yeah, every time I would come over to the crib, you don't, you don't suddenly put it back into my head. Like, I, I, I really am feeling like a Griselda. So I listened to that Conway and Big Ghost like uh, album that came out. Uh, no one more, no one, no one more is the wicked. Which, oh, it's it, it's good. Like it's good. Griselda, like they've been. I've been feeling them since like uh they did a collab with a uh, West Side Gun. Like, they definitely on the up and up. But, yeah, no, this one, this one's a bang. Like, you hadn't heard it, like, I recommend listening to it. And I'm going to listen to the Future album, eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but then, Quinn, real quick, I got, if you like Griselda, I'm going to give you another album that you really might like. It's uh, Boldy James and Alchemist. Oh. The, price of, the Price of Tea in China. Because that's going to be when we do our top 10 rap albums of half the year, like probably in June or some. Um, 
sometime like that, that's probably going to be in my top 10. And it's Boldy Dames and Alchemist. And if you enjoy Griselda, it's called The Price of Tea in China. I think you really will like that album. All right, yeah. Because now, right. like, home wasn't recommending that one. Yeah, it's a good. Good. yeah, you'll like it. But, you know, y'all should definitely check out, like, the uh, Conway. Like, Conway goes from, like, it is, it is, it is legit good. Nice. And y'all know me. I don't ever really be listening to anything update, but uh, quick shout out to Brick Squad because I was bumping a little bit of Waka Flocka and that Flocka Valley uh, LP that came out back in 2010 because he go hard in the motherfucking paint. And uh, they still that shit. <laughs> yo, since the last podcast, I have played a round of applause at least four times, yo. You did it's it. his fault. <laughs> it's his fault. I wasn't even thinking about trying to hear no Flock of Belly. <laughs> I tried to tell y'all, man, that round of applause hit different. Man, I'm just but telling yeah, you. man. It hit hard in the mother in paint. Yo. What the fuck you What the fuck you thinking? Brick Squad. Right, oh, and so I don't. Oh, so I don't got in trouble for that last episode because uh, I was hanging out with one of my friends and he brought it up. And he was like, "Yeah, bro." So, so like, I just want to know. I just want to know. No, if you book and, and, and tear the club up. Like, how you gonna do people like that? How you gonna do people like that? Like, I can't decide. So we we we, we getting out there, people. People, people feeling some kind of way about some of our stuff we put out there. Hey, whatever. Hey, opinion <laughs> opinion. Yo, hey, one thing. Start, start your own podcast and podcast about that, but then still listen to <laughs> ours, so for real. Like, still listen um, to us. <laughs> that Nelly versus um, Ludacris battle last night. So, that was fun. I mean, yeah, for people that forgot they had hits, it was dope. But no, I want to hear the rest of that um, single that he debuted. Oh, yeah. Single. Because yeah. I'm not gonna lie, that no that first bar. Woo. Are you talking about the one, the Silence of the Lambs track? That yeah, with Silence White. of the Lambs got like him and Lil Wayne. Yeah, that was dope. That was Rudy Huxtable. I, <laughs> I mean, the Bill Huxtable line. Yo, yes. I like our Kelly, but around my daughters, I'm not comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> you bet not be, unless they're over the age of like 19. Then you're probably fine. No, you're still not fine. Like, no, no, no. I said probably. <laughs> like, he has a type. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. If, 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 if you got an 18-year-old, just, R. Kelly's one like, of the only men you want your daughter to look more mature. <laughs> Yeah, that's she looks too much like a woman. She won't look enough like a kid. And I'll be done. I'm done now. I'm about to say, yeah, let's be done with that. Let's be done. <laughs> don't come sue me. Yeah, I'm about to say, let's, let's be done with my that. defamation of your character. Hey, look, look, see, that's why you ain't getting no contract removal. Like, I'm sorry. We, we hey. good. You messing up legal right now. I feel that. You guys want to be safe. <laughs> Say you right, right? At least till we start, you know, making money, man. You can't be, you can't be doing all this while we giving the product away for free. Hey, look, <laughs> you want HR them to sue me sure. while I don't have any money? Because they can't get me of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, all right, but wait. Okay. All right. So, anything else? Uh, no. But speaking of problematic faves, saw that. I saw it. I feel it. I got you. I got you, son. I got you, son, son. 
but nobody wants to bring it up. Hey, it's I'll time go. to roast your favorite hero. I'll go. No, it's not. No, I'll it's not. Go. What are y'all talking about? Y'all What's getting next? all off trip. What are y'all talking about, nerd? <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all getting all off track. No, we got y'all all want to be, be, be all mean to roast people. Look, they, they, they want to read. Golly, they man. Wanna Can we want to read villains at this point. Good God, can we do our podcast with the normal format? God. <laughs> Put the shots down. Put the shots like for down. Our listeners, hey, I'm you sorry. It's birthday weekend, man. It's, it's Taurus season, so people are a little wild right now. <laughs> hey, so, it's coming up to the end. The golden calf is right here now. Y'all know how they get. <laughs> Put them back in the pen. That's my villain name, y'all. Golden calf. The golden calf. I sound like a... a Sound like a, a weak, weak ass AJ Styles new move. The golden it's the same. Guy. It's the same move that he do, just he turned a little bit to the left. Smiles a lot like this. <laughs> <laughs> so I do got right some. Now. So let's let's move on because y'all getting a little. Got to keep the ship on, on or the train on the tracks. My bad. Let's Choo-choo. move on to some comic book news. So there's a bunch, but I'm going to take some highlights and see what you all think about it. Um, first off, I do know, did y'all hear about the creator of Black Lightning um, oh, yeah. going after DC? Mm-hmm. And so just to give us some context, the creator of Black Lightning, his name is Tony Isabella. And for those who may not know, Black Lightning is an African-American superhero character on the DC DC um, line of comics. He also has a show on the CW that's just now got looped into the Arrowverse, but a very popular character for DC. So one of the things about Black Lightning is Jefferson and Lynn Pierce is kind of a linchpin of that series, if you read that series, because it's just like a representation of Black love and things of that nature. But Tony Isabella slammed DC because... Black Lightning and its new creation, or in its new, is is guest starring in a book called, um, let me make sure I got the name correct, Batman and the Outsiders, where him and Lynn don't seem to have much of a connection. So Tony Isabella, who once again is the creator, got on Twitter and said, and this is reading it word for word, Fuck these comics and everyone involved in their rancid Batman and the Outsiders book. Anyone who understands Jefferson Pierce knows Lynn is is his one true love. So I'm going to stop right there. He did go on to talk about how he's trying to, he's thinking about taking a break from the internet and stuff like that. But let's talk about that one text. There's that one tweet, rather. Give me your thoughts. Like, I'm I had the pleasure of meeting him like at a Baltimore Comic and he's a nice dude. But I yeah, I, I feel like quarantine's getting people, but he does make a good point in that they have shifted the character around a lot. Because you remember Black Lightning was a he was a he was a founder of like the outsiders. And mm-hmm. and yeah, like all of a sudden now it's a Batman thing and then he is a side character. And I mean, it, it's the same thing that happened with Stan Lee when Stan Lee, uh, you know, when they did Miles Morales, you know, and they came to Stan Lee and was like, yeah, do you believe that, like, you know, Spider-Man should, like, be uh, a different ethnicity? And he was all iffy about it, but he did come back with a different, like, like uh, thing to say about it, you know, and that 
but yeah, like I, I feel like as the creator, he has some right to say something, you know. I mean, I imagine you know when you you create something and you have a, a plan for it, no matter where it happens, if that plan doesn't happen the way you wanted it to, you are going to feel a little some kind of way about it. And they took, you know, his creative baby and took it in a direction that he is not appreciating. So I, I get the the outcry that he, that he has for it. Um, now, I don't know with any real certainty if he sold the property or if he still has ownership of it, but if he did sell the property for it, it's just unfortunate because once it's no longer your creative property, you really legally have no justification to say where it goes or not. And it just becomes an unfortunate situation. So I hope that's not the case. I still hope he does have some of it because as someone who tries to create every once in a while, you know, with writing and things like that, I definitely get you want your ideas to remain true to their form. So. Well, to be fair, Tony did create this as part of DC. So DC's owned it. Yep. You know, well, he just kind of created it. But I, I mean, sorry, I'm kinda, not sorry. yeah, when you create something, a comic book line, like, you know, probably for the same person created Harley Quinn or whoever, that line gets to do whatever they want, which, right? That's kind of mm -hmm. the unfortunate piece of it. They try to respect the creator's thoughts and feelings, but ultimately, it's even though it's yours, it's not yours. So, and I agree with him from just a, completely creative standpoint um but you know it's dc's right and i'm with you there <clears throat> so then oh no oh i'm sorry anybody else got any more to say about that i was say because if this is a rich creator i get it i understand his feelings but once like you said if dc once these people own your character if they own it and own rights I, uh, it's hard to stop them because they can do what they want with the character, right? Pretty much if you create a character or a story or a concept and you sell those rights away, you no longer have that character or concept of story. You might yeah, as well move on and do something different because it's not yeah, yours man. anymore. Look at Watchmen. You yeah, know, Alan, that's the consultant. Yeah, Alan Moore, like he sold, like he told them that if it didn't succeed, like that if it didn't succeed, rights go back to him. If it did, they can keep them. And look at what Watchmen is now, you know, and he's still bitter about how it turned out. And it's like, well, you made that deal, you know, and they're just, they're making like they're, they're capitalizing off of, you know, it as a company. That's what they do, business. You made a product, it's theirs. So now on the Marvel side of things, there is a bit of news that I, I am personally excited about is that Peter David, who worked with Marvel Comics in the 90s, he's coming back to write an independent, or excuse me, not independent, but a standalone uh, Incredible Hulk book based on Maestro. And it's supposed oh. to reveal his origins. And for those who don't know, Maestro is a future version of the Hulk that has Bruce Banner's brain, but the Hulk's mind. And he's old, got a gray beard. It's basically a Hulk with like a gray beard and a soup dye mess with Maestro. So I think if for you, those who may not have read about his past and past books, such as Incredible Hulk line and things like that, I, 
I extremely advise that you get up on that character because I am excited about that piece of news and cannot wait for it to drop. Um, and I think it's already dropped, if I'm not mistaken, or at least the the solicit for Maestro One um, has dropped with the official synopsis and everything. So the book hasn't dropped yet, but that's coming, and I can't wait for that. Nice. Um, yeah, so I'm super hyped about that. And then for you Power Ranger fans, you know, I don't know who they are. You know the Power Ranger fan really, ain't really. Why are you going to do that? No, but this is why I don't like giving your props, because the comic book itself is dope. So um, Dracon, who's a character in the uh, Power Rangers comic book, who is kind of like what uh, if Tommy went bad kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, Lord Dracon. Uh, yeah, his name is Draken, and he has a new series as well coming out. So, Ooh. just in case for you comic book heads out there. Happy uh, birthday to me. Yeah, so that's super dope. Because I know there's a lot of people who are Power Ranger comic book fans. I think the comic book is good, so I'll give it props. And so that's a little bit of everything. Um, DC also has announced that all their Airverse shows because of the pandemic, which include like Supergirl, uh, Black Lightning, Flash, and all of those shows will be pushed back to 2021. Mm-hmm. So the to the winter time of 2021 as far as premiere dates. So and then Supergirl is going to come back in the middle, maybe spring 2021, because their star. Um, Melissa, and I don't want to mispronounce her last name, is pregnant. So she'll be having a, a baby. So when she returns, they'll try to return in spring of 2021. And that's why if you've been watching that show, she's been kind of off screen a little bit. And she's also been directing. There was recently an episode that was Lex-centric, that was beautiful because of my money, John Cryer is top three Lex Luthers on screen, hands down. And I never thought I'd see that <laughs> when they announced him. But if you don't watch Supergirl, watch it. Watch it for John Cryer alone because he is perfect as Lex. Like it's insane. I think Mike and Rose, Michael Rosenbaum is still my best. Oh yeah, still go. Mm-hmm. But he is he <laughs> like John Cryer is surprisingly good. Like surprisingly good. Yeah, yeah I got my two in the animated one, Clancy Brown. And uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who was uh, Lex Luthor in the uh, new Harley Quinn cartoon. Mm. Yeah, like, those, those two can do it, like, for sure, like, as far as, like, playing Lex. But, but yeah, no, I, I actually agree with you. I like John Cryer now. Like, he's a different, he, he feels like an old school Lex, makes him a little bit of the comic with Lex. Mm. <laughs> yeah, um, so that's. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say D. Any other news or anything? Uh, the only thing I got is uh, the new Mutants movie ha- finally has a release date. Uh, that looks like they're going for August twenty eighth of this year. Um, so hopefully it'll be one of the first movies that we can go see. Uh, hopefully all this will be subsided enough where people can actually go check it out because I do think it's gonna be worth a watch. That's what I was just about to ask you. Do you think it's gonna be good? That's what I was about to. I do. And for me personally, as uh, the horror movie buff here, um, the fact that they're going for a more horror element theme and it's, you know, happens to be an X-Men adjacent movie uh, kind of 
really peaks for me because I'm interested in how that genre can go um, and what they can do with something like that. Because, you know, originally they weren't even going to bill it as a part of the X-Men world, but they're straight up using heroes from the, from the verse. So they're just, I, I don't know if it was an after production or part of the reason it took almost half a decade to release. <laughs> it's like, but they're going to help bridge it in a little bit. So I, I am interested. It's kind of like uh, that, that Star Wars movie that came out, uh, the one in between episodes four, five, and six, and uh, one, two, and three. Rogue? Yeah, like Rogue One. It's, uh, it, it fits in the story, but like it's not necessary, but it's, it, I imagine it's going to just be a little bit more information going in with the world and the connection. So I do want to see – I enjoy seeing the connections to those things, whether the movies are meant to be together or not. Okay, bet. Do you all right then? So, T, I'm gonna ask you: Do you think this movie is gonna be good? I don't know. I have lost a lot of interest because it just keeps getting delayed, keep getting delayed. Like I want to see it because it's the last, the last Fox movie. So it's kind of like as much as everybody thought the Phoenix was the last one. I want to just be like it'd be over because I'm ready to see. I'm ready for the. I want. I'm ready for the mutant law so the MCU could eventually take over and try to do it right. You know, you I know you can't me because I am the X-Men fan. It's just, I do think it might be all right. I am intrigued. Not just because of horror, just the characters they got, but, you know, it is what it is. Now, if it, I the main thing I'm interested in is kind of like, I guess, D, because like I said, I think it is last Fox, but I wonder if all these setbacks, are they trying to tink it where it they will try to fit it in the MCU somehow? Like, kind of like secretly what they did with the Morbius trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no. I mean, they like. All right, I'm, I'm gonna jump in on this one too. I, I got hopes for it because I heard apparently they, yeah, they did change some stuff to potentially fit it into the MCU, like at the last minute since the uh, other X Men movie. Like, cause it was, I think they did some reshoots right around the time they were finalizing the deal with Fox for Disney to buy them. So we might get mutants. But uh, part of me is just like, it's been too long. And I, you know, if it goes straight to streaming, I'm okay. But That's I, do I, want, I do want to see it, though. I do. So then let me ask you this. Man. Do y'all want to see it enough that you're going to go to the theater? That's the, that's you know the question. I am. You know how I am. If I am able, even if I know it's bad, I'm going to go see most comic book movies in theaters, whether good or bad, just because just that's part of it. But it's not like it's not one of the ones I'm going to rush to go see. Yeah, real talk. I'll catch it on like a Wednesday matinee, like yeah. two weeks after it comes out. But uh, yeah. I'm not in opening date mode yet. Yeah, because a lot of the hype has died down because it's kept getting announced, pushed back. Announce with a new date, push back. Announce with a new date, push back. Yeah, I think it's not. If it if it went to streaming, people people would still watch, but it's just it's not going to do as well in theaters. X Men Apocalypse did this. I'm sorry, I, I it just took away any hope of X Men and movies of Fox. It just CJ knows CJ knows the, the crush in the feet. He remembers when it came out. He remember how I. Came out talking about it. I tried to make it seem like it was okay. And we're like, it's okay. No, I was very, 
Yeah, well, that's good. why this is gonna be good because they got Fox got a fifty percent hit rate. So this one, <laughs> since <laughs> that, that one was trash, this one's probably gonna be good. Right? That's but so is Dark Phoenix. I mean, we can hope. Oh yeah, you're right. So we then this still hope. might be good because <laughs> they've had two trash ones in a row. Yeah, so, the down one. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, but but apparently, but apparently with Dark Phoenix, Marvel was the one that put the stick in the uh, in the tire. Like that, that messed them up because they were gonna use uh, scrolls. But then Marvel was like, "Nah, we're using scrolls because we still own the rights to that." So I don't think that changes it. I mean, well, like, with the Dark Phoenix storyline, there's a huge portion of the cosmic aspect that is seen like, is seen in the X Men. If they can't use that, that's like the Fantastic Four without Doctor Doom. Mm, no. Nah. Nah, because you know why? You can still tell a good Phoenix story without involving them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can still tell a good Fantastic Four story without Doom. Like I get not having them is a is a crutch if you can't if you don't know any of the other stories. And the Shi'ar <laughs> did more with the X Men than the Scrolls. Oh, but even so, like they Marvel still have the rights to a portion of that. Oh. So you're, yeah, you're having to put together a movie that doesn't, re- and I mean Fox should have pulled back on it and went for a different story because Dark Phoenix, they yeah they had not been batting like you know strong with that one because you remember they tried that with like uh, X like the other X Men movie and it just did not work. So who knows what can happen with the news? I mean maybe yeah. we'll get maybe we'll get an actual good recent X Men movie. And how many of the X Men movies did we like? X two. <laughs> okay, you want to? We going through it real quick before we go to our deep cut. Or? All right, so X Men one did people yes. like it? Yeah. X two. Yeah. Yeah. X X three. No. 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 So what? First class. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I did like first class. Yeah, first class. Is and then what was the one after first class? Um, Days of Future Past. Past. Days hey. of Future Past. I yes. okay. hate it. You hated it? So, I didn't hate it. Oh, I didn't love right. it, but I didn't hate it. Yeah, it was okay. Then it, then it was what? Apocalypse? Apocalypse. Hey. And, hey. And, dark, and Dark Phoenix. So hey. that is that is about 50%. I just named seven uh, movies. Also yeah. Logan. Yeah, we just going to oh, say so, Logan. Are we uh, going Wolverine. <laughs> no, so we count Wolverine. Wolverine. No. All right, so we're not counting the first Wolverine. So Wolverine is no. What about uh, the Wolverine was okay the, with Japan? Yeah, the one in Japan was better than people gave it credit for. I like yeah, X. I, I I like the the second Wolverine movie. And or, then, the first Wolverine movie. And then you got Logan, so that's still six to four. Yeah, they're 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 about fifty fifty. They're about okay. fifty fifty. Yeah, about fifty fifty. They still could have done better. They all they could always do better. Oh yeah, yeah, they could have always done better. But yeah, they about, Fox they be like, but we did Deadpool. That's X Men, right? I mean, yeah. No. Yeah, no, they they, they have been counting Deadpool's X-Men. I so. don't. So. <laughs> I count him in the Marvel Universe. He's not X-Men, though, I guess, technically. But Colossus and the X-Men do show up in Deadpool. Yeah. When well, when Colossus hangs out with Deadpool, he's not actually a part of the X-Men. Yes, he is in the movie. Yeah, in the movie, yeah. It's like, but isn't he part of X-Force when he hangs out with Deadpool? And- but we're talking about the movies, though. 
and he is. But then, that's not an X Men movie yeah. just because you have one yeah. X Men. And in the so, movie, well, the second yeah, one was yeah. still not Actually, a part the of the X Men. Second one had all of them in it. Remember the scene where they closed the door on them? Professor X and all of them. Yeah. A cameo like, does not make it an X Men movie. That's like, like saying. Yeah, come hey, on. You I got Cable in there, who's one of the most important X Men ever. Might be the, hey, one of the stop it, stop it, in that okay, same bro. in that same <laughs> regard. In that same regard, then the Netflix uh, Marvel series are still technically part of the MCU. Then because they are technically. for the first yeah, the, the first seasons of all those uh, shows, they make direct references to the series. Oh, they do. But it's still not a. But no. But he's saying it's an X Men movie. He's saying it's a particular property. They might. No, I'm sorry, X Men. I mean, it's a production they, of X Men. They catch what no, it No, it's still not. It's it's sorry, bro. Sorry, let it go. Yeah, your favorite superhero. Hey, bro. I'm trying to help them out. Hey, bro, trying to help them out. <laughs> Take it away. They, they do you're, need the help. <laughs> yeah, your team of trash superheroes are oh. busy fifty. Oh, whatever. Wow. That was, whoa, that was a bold statement. Is this how it starts? Is this how this shit starts? Are we doing this? Yeah. Are we ready to but, go yeah. there? So our deep dive is everybody's going to list their favorite hero. They going to know some of the problems that their hero has because every superhero is kind of problematic. I think all of our heroes are white, so this is going to be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yours is not, well, yours is not yours is technically not white. white. Yours well, isn't depending. technically white either. Maybe M. Night Shyamalan. To well. <laughs> 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 I'll get off that one. But yeah, so man, everybody else is basically going to roast them, and we're just going to have some fun, man, keep it lighthearted and everything. So I'm not going first. I'm going to let somebody else go. I'll go. Let's, since you were talking about my boys, you oh, started yeah, with me. Let's get Shoot. It. I'm going with the mother Kanaka himself. The uh, old Canada. Mr. 5'3". Yes, he's that short. But Wolverine is my favorite superhero all the time. Oh, I grew up right with. Oh I grew up with him and Batman, but I'm not going to let y'all do the Batman slam of the day. That's a whole episode in itself. So I'm going with Wolverine. Yeah, they're the same and, age and same height. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that today. I'm old and I'm short. I'm 5'7", though. I'm talking to Wolverine. But you can do anyway, the that's, you want. Honestly, the that's the one reason I did like Wolverine, not just because of the rough, um, ragged, because, you know, he's a fighter, of course. All the troops, everybody. But when I remember having my X-Men book, and I read, like, the actual, it was like the, the guidebook of X-Men, they said, this mother effort is 5'3"? I was like, yo, short folks, we're doing this. Because he's the best at what he does. He's just like a little, like a Wolverine, just come with the name, it means itself. Oh my God. He's so overrated. Yo, he is, you know what? He has been oversaturated because he is a good hero. You only do that to good heroes. Only good heroes get oversaturated. He what? is one telekinetic. No, you do away. that to popular heroes. You don't do popular that because there's, here, that's a different. Yeah. They become, they, why they become popular? Some reason, cause people no. like them, cause because people have horrible taste, and people like rugged, <laughs> and people like mean, and people like violence, and he gives you that. He was giving you high violence in a kid show a long time ago, and people fell in love with it. But that's why, cause he's a human. Even as a mutant, he's human. You see that he goes through something, he's tormented, okay. but still has an honor code. Hold on, the honor code. The man <laughs> tried on. to sleep with another dude's wife. <laughs> what they lived in the Austin. same house. 
Like oh, he tried to the gene constantly. Hey, Wolverine helped me become the player that I am today. <laughs> oh, so so on that note, you do know Wolverine treats women like trash. Absolute like, trash. He treats women stars. like trash. Like hey, complete. it can be argued that he might be Storm's true love. No, it's not yes. arguable that he is Storm's true well, love. Yo, she always come decided back to, to upgrade. Even when, she okay. even when she divorced T'Challa, even when she divorced T'Challa, the first person she came back to that was a rebound. That was a rebound. Yeah, he hey, was something to how do. Many <laughs> how many alternate futures? How many alternate futures did Storm marry Wolverine? Come on, y'all. We all got all right. that one problematic crazy that no matter how much we don't really try to be fucking with them, they always find a way to lurk back in. <laughs> Best at what he does. You know when this. We know when that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, fighter. Yeah. You know he needs somebody to get in there. He's there. He's short, like I said, and he still pulled the women. Yo. So That's what you're saying is right Wolverine now. is the future of like the X-Men team. Like, I mean, it makes sense to me. No what. Like he had to get superpowers and then high tech to make himself relevant. So yeah. Hey, He's that healing factor is ill. <laughs> Come on. Would you not want a healing factor? You can't get nothing. The only problem, love one thing I will factor. roast him about with his healing factor, I would hate to be him because how much you have to drink to get drunk. He can't get drunk. That's no, he, no, that would be very time consuming. See, I just say it like this. You know, Wolverine has the antimanium, which is really what makes him dangerous. The healing factors would, you know, keeps him coming. But it's the fact that there isn't a weapon that can block his weapon consistently often enough to stop him. Yeah, him with bone claws gets dealt with by anybody who's also trained in fighting. Yeah. He's yeah the biggest, that run, let's not bring up the biggest issue where he wanted to kill Hope Summers, right? You remember that when he wanted to kill that little girl? Yeah, and nah, now you forget about that, bro. Hope Summers, I just, I just ain't scared about that because yeah. that's, that's something that I'm dealing with in my other comic book villain. Um, um, shit, they came to the end. Um, my other favorite, one of my other favorite characters was um, Wigan Divine Bayall, but that's another story. Wolverine, I get it, but he also thought it was due for the greater good for the universe, and that's a hard situation. I don't want to be in that situation because I don't. Ugh. But, but here's the thing: the Dark Phoenix still happens even if you kill her. Like, you don't destroy the dark fiends. So you're just killing a little girl just for shits and giggles. Yep, you're That's the your hero. Yo. He didn't want to kill her, though, and he didn't kill her. They stopped him. Right. I mean, no, they is, stopped him. That's why I don't act like he did it of his own free will. No, no. Don't no, be like that. They stopped him because they could. They're driving home even more. Wolverine claims to not want to, like, wanting to be a weapon, but Wolverine has been, like, a crucial weapon in how and one of the reasons why so much is messed up in MCU every weapon like the weapon program is because like they want to create another Captain America and Wolverine just so happened to be the prototype for weapon like uh like uh, how many kids eight. he saved that's why he almost killed that kid but how many did he save what type, of, what type of blue? I imagine less than most of the other X Men he works with. Is, are you talking right now? <laughs> Jubilee. <laughs> What are you even saying? I mean, oh, no, we also want to talk about all the wars he's fought in and killed people. Shadowcat. Like, he's been there. Been he's a, been a father is, figure. So he. Wolverine is a constant. I mean, yeah, I mean, Ike Turner was a father figure, too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that don't mean nothing. When the best advice he can give to his actual biological child is look at. Uh, oh, 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 speaking of which. Yeah, he has an actual biological child that he's messed up so much that, you know, you know about his son. His son ain't right. Oh, Dakin? Yeah, his son. But that ain't his fault. 
That ain't his fault. Yes, mm -hmm. you want to go there? That ain't his fault. That some ninjas that killed his mama. They cut him out the womb and then took him away from his dad. He ain't know about him. Wolverine ain't know about his son. But do we think Wolverine would have really been a great father? Honestly. No. If you want, so if you wanted to come with an argument, so I'm gonna help y'all roast myself and then I'm gonna shut the <laughs> hell up because I'm messing up my own point. If you want to talk about him doing bad with kids, it's when they damn um he oh, didn't know that he was killing all his kids. <laughs> there was a there is a story where I've got who was sent somebody they sent some assassins at him and oh, he, man, he manhandled all of them, but they didn't realize that all the assassins that he manhandled was his illegitimate children. Yeah, that I ain't gonna lie, that's kind of uh. But see, that tore him up. He didn't know he was doing that. I ain't know I was killing my kid. That's some meet the parents, Jay Z shit. So much trauma. I guess that's what happens when you live so long and do terrible shit the whole time. It's so much drama when you Wolverine. Sit your mean ass down. You wouldn't have any issues. And then it's the whole point that he's kind of worthless. Like as an X Men, let's just be frank. Because they're going up against Magneto. He's worthless. Like, he's a he's terrible like, team player. Like, he's terrible. All he does is all crap. Bash your plans <laughs> and don't have new ones. His plan is let's run at it and claw at it a lot. Yeah, so I mean, when you, gotta, when you gotta be thrown by your own team and to actually be useful in a fight, you know, uh, that's all the fastball specialists. Like, what can we do? Like, we'll throw Wolverine in. Oh, stop. And Charles, stop. Charles even go to him for advice when it came to fighting. Even in the later runs of Wolverine, actually, when he had to actually run a school, not saying he was the best, he actually came through with character development and became a better person. So let's not do that. Let's he not let, do that. That nigga is not a better person. That's like the dude who stopped cheating on his girlfriend for three months talking about, you know, it look how I've changed. 85 <laughs> years to decide to be a better person. Like, let's not forget, he's been kicking it since, like, before World War II, like he fought in the war, it took hey, him how he's long? He's been alive to be a for like over a hundred years. Like this dude is a stone cold killer, no moral compass. He just started to develop one, maybe, maybe. Mm. Yeah, we could worth we could we could roast your bloodthirsty midget forever. <laughs> you respect him though. You respect <laughs> that midget. I'm sorry. I don't no, I don't. don't. I, I respect, respect that if I see him the length of a football field, he could probably kill me. I respect that. <laughs> I, I, I don't respect the fact that, like, you know, uh, um, wasn't he on a team called Alpha Flight? Canada's only not exactly great, like, you know, superhero team. And I ain't even put together. He used to rock the brown and yellow. It looks like the burgundy and gold of the, uh, my team, but we ain't going there. To, um, I don't care. That outfit was hot. DJ, like, <laughs> Who else rocks yellow like Wolverine? The, the, the brown and yellow went hard. I don't care. Nobody. That's your defense? <laughs> Who else rocks yellow like Wolverine? It's just, no, it's just more. I can oh, keep oh, battling oh, all, let me, man. Let, let, let me say, Shoot. save two. Nah, CJ. Save Who is two. your guy? Uh-uh. Let me call me Wolverine. Who is your guy? Actually, CJ, I think this would be a good time for you to go since you made a reference to somebody who was around for 100 years and didn't really do a great job. <laughs> hey, my boy brought peace to the land eventually. Yeah, All right, like listen, 120 <laughs> years to do it. Yeah, yeah, eventually. I, your go boy ahead, just, go ahead. Your, your boy got claws like a cat. Let's not come for that. And my boy hey, is hey, Aang. Your claws up to everything. <laughs> my boy is Aang from Avatar. The last airbender. Mm. And you can go ahead and go. It pains me to roast Aang. Because I, 
love Avatar. I have kicked out two and a half seasons in two and a half days, and I love it. But when it comes to problematic, we're dealing with like an 113-year-old boy who's still a 13-year-old boy because he decided that he wanted to take a break for 100 years and let the world get into full war and nearly be conquered before he decided to come back and then decide he needed to learn what to do to get everything fixed. Watching the show, I appreciate Aang. I do. I like him a lot. He is a great kid. But at the end of the day, he's, he acts like a child. He does childish things. And he got real, real lucky. <laughs> First off, at least my hero is an actual kid. So all the behavior you said is that of a kid. Fair enough. He's Everybody an 113-year-old child. But he was suspended in ice. Everybody else that y'all about to name, including Wolverine and whoever trash-ass heroes y'all about to pick, are all grown adults. So you're saying, you pick, so you're saying you picked the easy one? No, I just picked the good one. That just he so picked, happened to be a kid. child. He picked a safe little child. <laughs> hey, roast that little, yo, no, Aldi, no. <laughs> then roast him. Go ahead. Go for it. Go. I got a defense of mine. He's a kid. He's that's lucky. That, yeah. He a kid. got oh, lucky. That's all heroes. We, they all get lucky. I don't know but they don't get lucky like kid. him. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, here's the, well, here's the thing. Much like Wolverine, he's easily able to be manipulated, and it's been shown that he can be manipulated. You know. So how? Because he's a kid. He's a hundred and thirteen. He's been suspended. <laughs> He's a kid with the powers of the Avatar. Like, you he know has what? actual responsibility, you know, in regards to, like, his place in the world. So It's not a defense kid. for me if the president of our world was like, you know what, this might be hard. I'm going to take a nap until I feel like it. And then you he wakes why? up and the world is trash. And he's like, oh, I guess I should fix it now. Like, <laughs> I should have did before I went to bed in the first place. <laughs> you know when it is an excuse? When your president is 12, okay? <laughs> That's when it is an excuse, all right? Or even 50, whatever age you want to call. Well, look, Mr. Rick age. Van Winkle. <laughs> all right? When your president is a 15-year-old, first off, that's on the world. That's not on that kid, okay? Second, I'm just saying. Secondly, that man, once he came back, felt peace. Then he met the woman that was older than him. We forgot about that. Then. All right, little boosie. That's called Saturday Ring. <laughs> No, it's not. They were all under the consent. She was just, you know, I mean, he, he was, was like a, 13. yeah, he was like a freshman. She was like a junior. You no, know? it's that's like, very right because he's 113. <laughs> <laughs> you going in a twilight like, level, like uh, look, just because Kristen Dunst, an interview with the vampire, got turned into a vampire when she was a child, doesn't mean she's actually a child 60 years later when she's killing people. She's a full grown ass adult. She's just small. <laughs> when you are enveloped or enclosed in ice, you get a pass, bro. You get but a just pass. Just because he got a learning disability, so his mind stopped working when he was enclosed in ice, is well, not my problem. <laughs> excuse me for being a progressive. That's the problem here. Progressive? All y'all. You went to sleep for 100 toxic. years. Where's your progress? <laughs> y'all are toxic and not understanding of my man's plight. 
excuse me, my boy's plight because he's just a kid. But I shouldn't expect that from this podcast because this podcast is nothing but toxic people with the exception of myself. But that you is listen why to I future. That's so that is why Aang is the best hero compared to everybody y'all about to name. And Whatever. I rest my case. So whoever want to go next can go with your little trash ass, weak ass hero. He still screwed up even when he got older. Like the world, like a, a better avatar had to come along after he died. Like a better avatar days. does. Yeah. So I think it was a blip on the map of like, you know, like that little universe. Yeah, he y'all about kid, to be real like, disrespectful. Cora is nowhere near a better avatar. Oh Let's stop God. that. She's not Let's a better see. character, but she's a better avatar. No, yeah. she is not a better avatar. A way better avatar. He ain't yeah. even the best person on his team. Fair enough, but that's not this argument. That's not this argument. That's not this argument. That's not the argument we're having. So you're right though. Listeners, I, I want y'all to know I don't like CJ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him at all. <laughs> I don't I don't care though. I love Aang no on the low. I do. I do. I'm sorry, so, Aang. Forgive me for talking trash about you. It's all done out of fun. We don't hurt Terrence Steelers because it's all now. <laughs> You know, trash Wolverine so left. hard. Now he probably stood there. He just probably fell out the chair. You know him and Wolverine, they can't see too high. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, is Terrence gone? I think Terrence is. Nah, he probably Dang. just hopped back up there. <laughs> he missed all that, bro. All right. I, so I then, will go next, though, when it comes to heroes that try. And, you know, they're, they're good people at their actual core instead of these terrible people who are trying to do good things and just pretending like they're heroes. I went with good old Kurt Wagner, the German Nightcrawler, the pacifist teleporter, the blue demon. Go ahead. Go for it. What horribleness has he done? I'll wait. Okay. First, first and foremost, um, last I checked, Nightcrawler... Uh, yeah, didn't we call become a pirate at some point? You know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm fully aware that's another version of Nightcrawler, but I don't think Nightcrawler, like, in regards to Wolverine, of course, Wolverine just has always been trash at some point, no matter what version of him exists. You know, but Nightcrawler, wasn't Nightcrawler supposed to be a little bit higher than... No, we can talk about the issues from Nightcrawler this year. If you've been reading X-Men this year, then mm-hmm. you know... Uh, he's tried to start a whole religion, right? That's your boy. Your mm-hmm. boy tried he's to start a whole religion. religion. He's just trying to bring people to God. No, no, by having them fight Apocalypse. To apocalypse the is an issue. He has to go in, away. In, in front of their friends and family, right? Mm. He got that man fighting them for, just for a chance to get their powers. For a chance. That's your kid. That's your wholesome, loving family person. He can't, the whole he, he can't get it done when it needs to be done because he's too in his religion. He is a man of faith in God. The world just needs to be better and fighting doesn't always fix everything. That's what you taught us, right? Fighting constantly doesn't make the world happen or work any better. Let's and try something when, different. And since when has religion? Okay, so there's a lot of arguments to be made about religion, but I will say a lot of times it has brought the world together, not the whole world as one, but pieces of the world individually. <laughs> 
but <laughs> but a saying, united bro. front. Religion has always caused a united front. And when you're dealing with something like Apocalypse, you do need the united front because it takes a village to beat somebody like him. Um, also, the opening sure. scene of X2 is phenomenal. <laughs> Well, yeah, that, that 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 has nothing to do with it. Like that. <laughs> That's what teleporting gets you. <laughs> and when he teleports, it leaves a bad smell. It makes people throw up. Come on, man. That's good. Cool. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teleporting into a demon plane of existence. It smells like sulfur. That ain't my bad. Demons stink. What you want from me? And you a demon. I'm not a demon. I'm a mutant. <laughs> but you're actually... They made a story where even though it's a mutant, he is a son of mutants that are really demons. Well, they did a whole storyline where Angel and well, his father is Azrael. And my moral compass is still way better than you. <laughs> it, it is. It you is. Evil, evil little man. And also, even when me being a pacifist and not wanting to fight, I did my part to protect the world. I didn't go to sleep and just let it fall apart. Oh, well, I mean. I did what I could. The whole time. And here's right. the thing. He wasn't fighting Apocalypse, right? I think you said that a couple of times. He was working with Apocalypse. That's the issue. So that's your boy. Defend that. I mean, he's manipulative. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Survival of the fittest, right? <laughs> the well, fittest survive. <laughs> I do want to bring up one thing that was like a glaring problem. Uh, Y'all remember Ultimate X-Men, right? The comic. Yeah. Yeah, he was problematic in Ultimate. Yeah, That's, that yeah. is a different Nightcrawler. So, but he's yeah, definitely Nightcrawl problematic in Ultimate. Nightcrawler was homophobic because he hated the fact that like Colossus was gay in that one and openly talked about it. Hey, like, you can honestly say, yeah, you may have the perfect Nightcrawler, like you know, in the, in, in that universe, but Nightcrawler's been trashing a bunch of other ones. There's a universe where he was a Nazi. Yeah, we we'll forget that. Like Nightcrawler. There's a universe where Captain America's a Nazi. I mean, it's Captain America, but, you know, oh, I didn't pick him. There's a Nazi <laughs> in this universe, Captain America. We ain't going there. <laughs> it's like, apparently, it happens. <laughs> Who would have thunk? Uh, all right, well, yet, yet again, I'm picking the ones that, like, you can't really pushed back against too hard, especially Nightcrawler. Mm -hmm. Nah, F that little furry demon. Like I said, when it gets done, I like Nightcrawler. He's one of my favorite characters, but once again, when it gets done, he can teleport. He don't use his powers to the best. He does, but he could always use them to dip better. I don't want him to just be dark, but he doesn't get it done all the time, like Wolverine. Sorry. And, and you know, I'll give you that. Ang, even his OP for a little kid, you know he's going to get it done. What Nightcrawler gonna do? Oh, you forget about the part where <laughs> Nightcrawler dated his foster sister too. We gonna act like that didn't happen. We gonna act like that didn't. Him Rogue? No, uh, another character called Jermaine. This was back in X Men Evolution because we picking all adaptations, baby. We picking all adaptations, and that's who. That's what happened. Defend your boy. That sucks because there's only one adaptation of yours. Yeah, so, yeah, there's like a million worlds and there's a Not million things Not my fault, bro. Y'all should have picked better. Not <laughs> like, my problem. That's, sure, that's <laughs> fair. <laughs> but still, 
in most of my renditions, I always strive to do the great thing. In your one rendition, you strive to do the great thing after you took a really, 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 really long nap. You know how hard it is to save the world as a kid? I know your character wouldn't understand that because he was just <laughs> chilling. But for some of us, it's hard out there. You none of our characters know because none of our characters saved the world as a kid. Because all of our characters are adults. Some of us I are know. fossils, though. You 113-year-old midget boy. Because some of y'all had the benefit of trying to work together. Your trash ass still couldn't get it done. While well, my character... <laughs> Maybe some of our characters would have had a whole world of an army if we decided to act when we were supposed to act the first time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So now... <laughs> Quinn, bring it in here. Bring it on in here. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, I'm just going to say it now. You know? One's useless. One's even more useless. You know? There you go. We, we're going to end that one. You know, Aang... Aang literally accomplished nothing, you know? He brought balance to what? Nothing. Right? Man, who's like, your trash-ass character? Who? Who? You keep oh, coming well, for us. All right, pick all right, your fine, hero. Fine, fine. Pick your hero. I pick Tony Stark, a man who prioritized, like, you know, the world's safety over his own. After he tried to destroy it first? Oh, like, that's what you're talking Hulk, about? The whole crew was a big problem. Send it, like, he got the other with a bunch of other secrets, sent him to space, you know? Was it a foolproof plan? No, you know, because what is at this point? Like the Hulk is dangerous. Uh, uh, let's see, let's see. Super rich. No, we we not talking about he. You no, know, we talking about when he was selling weapons. We act like that. No, mean no. Well, he stopped. He stopped. He saw the error of his ways and actually turned that around. Much like most other heroes, like who who have done things like that. I mean, Aang, you know, even though it was quote unquote him going undercover, joined the Fire Nation. And what the Fire Nation do? You cannot I mean, compare that to war profiteering. That's a horrible argument. You know, you, you did pick a hero that legitimately could have done more for the world just using his money to make the world better. Oh, and he did. And he started with war profiteering, uh, weapons making. Uh, and I'm then say, the, get him, D. The one thing he created uh, to help the world uh, was a suit he wears in the arc reactor in his chest that only helped him because he decided not to help nobody else with it. But I'll let you go off. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Right. Are we pulling? Are, are we pulling other things? Because we also pulled the whole. I'm saying you list. said Tony Stark, the warmonger, and we're doing all incantations, even though not in a comic book movie. Made Ultron. You don't give no, no, no. Don't act like just because of the last Star movie, and he came out as the ultimate hero. He did what he needed to do but to save everybody. Don't, yes. No. You but know don't, he's and, no, no, here's the thing. and he's an alcoholic, too. Oh, and you had a nerve to call, you had a nerve to come for me with Wolverine? Wolverine, who formed a hit squad that are part of the X-Men to do dirty work. Oh, hold on. Dirty work? You. you want to talk about dirty work with Tony Stark? Mr. I'm going to put some nanobikes in all the supervillains and make them, release them from the, my prison, but make them work for me. Controlling nanobites. Like, nothing, nothing's ever going to go wrong with that, but they're going to do all our yeah. dirty work. We're going to make the villains do our shit. Release them to the public. The Thunderbolt Come on. Come on. CJ, thing. get that boy. Get Tony. No, I we mean, gonna act like superior Iron Man didn't happen. Since you want to keep, you want to keep a comic book. You talking about like iPod Iron Man when he was in the <laughs> <laughs> We gonna act like that happened. 
We're going to act like he doesn't constantly lie to Pepper. We're going to act like that. Okay, first off, all time. Yeah. First, off all. first off, get control Kobe of your avatar state. Yeah, like, first off, you know. get control of your avatar state. Learn how to control that a little bit better. You Wolverine, the Berserker Rage on shit. You still got choked out by Sabretooth every year on your birthday. All right. They're still not defending your character. You come in right. but you're not defending your trash ass character. Well, because what is, yeah, like, like, what is there to defend at this point of the character that actually legitimately has flaws and has solved problems? The Avengers would not be like a bigger thing if Iron Man hadn't been like, you know, a crucial part in keeping them together as well as like keeping he the roster. He directly <laughs> broke them apart. <laughs> I get that. Look, look, world still functioning in the Marvel like Marvel. It was because all of his fault. All of it. All of it. All of it. I'm just saying, there's something to be said about a man who has an idea that he wants some revenge, and then he finds who did the, the act of vengeance he wants to get some up, comeuppance for him, realizes that person was completely brainwashed and can't listen to reason at all. At all. He also got drugged by Captain America. And that's an embarrassment for him. <laughs> you got beat up by a fast, a strong, fast dude who's a little superhuman, and you got a whole mech suit. Hey, but he he brought Let me go up clean up the world so. that I helped destroy. Let me go get the weapons that I put out there. Let no, no, no. You're you know what we call that? Being an adult, not a hero. Cleaning up your own mess, that's called being an adult. You don't get well, yeah, pissed that, off for that. Yeah, and that's something that, and that, that's something that the rest of y'all hadn't done. You're right, because yeah. mine's a kid. Yours is a grown-ass your, your, your kid is the avatar. <laughs> I don't make world-destructive messes. Mm, yeah, well, you, fair enough. Yeah. You just try to brainwash people. That's fair. Hey, Jim Jones, is, Jim Jones was a thing. <laughs> He was a blue Jim Jones. He could have cured cancer. <laughs> it's like the same issue with Batman. I got all this money, and I want to put on a suit and run around at night. Oh, we're not even going to get into Batman. Batman is completely trash and always right, sad. You leave trash. Batman alone. You leave Batman alone. <laughs> you just started it. Hey, I, I was just saying. I, just, I was just putting it out there. You bought up Michael the Jackson. Rich. <laughs> you bought up the Michael Jackson of the DC. The rich I have did. a priority to do things with their money that actually fixes the world. So when right. you don't do it, like you're just, it's, it's just rough. Like, uh, yeah. All right, so I want, I want to propose something now to unify the front on this one. We pick one hero and we go in. We go in, we each deliver our individual, like, dissection of said hero. That one hero. So who do we want to go, who do we want to go for? Like, you know I favorite? hate Batman. I say we all kill Batman. No, I'm not killing the Batman. Because <laughs> he's at, at worst a child molester and at best a child abuser. He so. is not a child molester. <laughs> he, he's not a child molester. Now, child endangerment, yes. Child abuse, I hate you, probably. But child molestation, no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So your best case scenario is he's a child abuser. That's your best case. <laughs> he gave bottom barrel kids. And, you know, this is unfortunate because they had rough lives, but they are bottom barrel children. They weren't going to do anything with their lives. He made them something, something big, something yeah, greater than they ever could you, you sound like that guy at the community center when he finally gets questioned about all the issues that his 
adult kids start to testify about. You're like, hey, man, I took these kids. I gave them something. We're not going to talk about what I took from well, them. None of them you know? are the smartest Batman because if any of those kids snitch on Batman, they incriminate themselves. So, <laughs> you know, Batman's a horrible character. Legit one of the worst heroes that he I has have his issues, but nobody's more reliable. Nobody no. tries harder. Well, I try mean, harder, yeah. Cool. That's cool. Nobody does more with less. Uh, physical he, what gifts. Do you mean, <laughs> physical I gifts. I wasn't done. I wasn't. He's a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking I, about? I mean, yeah. Batman's villains, they play a different game than a lot of other people's villains because they're not playing like the world conquering game where like other heroes would always come and bail him out in Gotham. They're playing like city domination games where no one's going to help Batman. So it's just this dude who's rich, really rich, and his kids that he adopts and affords and takes in quote greatly. Adopts in quotations. He adopts them. See, I'm a Batman fan, but I'm going to have to poke holes in the fact that he is responsible for, like, you know, the criminal release program that all the bad, the villains seem to have. Like, because as soon as somebody gets thrown into jail, more than likely because there's no jobs for you as a criminal outside other than being a goon, who's responsible for that? Batman, Batman doesn't create the economy for Gotham. Yeah, I mean, uh, being as Bruce Wayne basically single-handedly ruins it. He... Could have actually done more, like no man's name. He could have done more like, to help out with that. But no, he decided he wanted to stay in Gotham and continue to fight crime as Batman versus actively putting money towards trying to restore the city. Lex Luthor had to save Gotham. Lex Superman's Luthor is also guy. a billionaire. Yeah, and I mean, Gotham is tough to save. Infrastructure is hard to change. The infrastructure well, you, of Gotham had nothing to do with Bruce. Well, Wayne you know Batman. what can help you change the infrastructure? Billions of dollars. And Wayne and and like, you know, Wayne's company is a worldwide, like, you know, well known company that, that that does make money outside of Gotham. So And we're not gonna talk about that logistically if we're probably just talking statistics. Most of the criminals he put away are probably low-level black criminals while he letting all these white supervillain ones just run around with no care in the world. But, you know, I feel you, bro. In fairness for Batman, though, I do expect that to be true, but mainly because the white criminals never actually truly show up and use a lot of urban fodder to get in the way of Batman. And Batman, again, doesn't have any superpowers, so he can't blast people away really or run really fast to catch people he's just a super sleuth who does stuff that the police won't do because half of the police in the city he works in are corrupt the whole time so he has no help except for the people he finds and trains to help him and we're not going to talk about the fact that why he loves to be like oh i don't kill people i'm so honorable Let's talk about all the massive head trauma he has probably caused throughout the years. You know, the, Let's talk about all the, the hardest thing to debate with Batman. Is <laughs> the hardest thing to debate for Batman is the I don't kill people because I'll take you don't run up and stab people in the face. <laughs> but people die just about every time you show up. <laughs> I'm sorry, Batman should have been a WWE concussion. Like a, Batman a, runs DC. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> 
No, Batman's trash. Batman's Whatever. Trash. We all know that. <laughs> you know, he benefits from having great villains, so I give you that. But Batman, in and of himself, is trash. So, on that note, it's been a great show. Those are the last words I want to. One of some of the last words I want to be spoken <laughs> about Batman is trash ass. Hater. And, uh, CJ will die night, on that hero. <laughs> Nightcrawler trash ass. Whatever. Wolverine trash ass. <laughs> Go back to sleep, Rick. Go back <laughs> to sleep. <laughs> Go back to sleep. The world will survive another hundred years without you. It'll be fine. Iron Man, who is basically Marvel's bat- trash ass. So, and... <laughs> In summary, all your heroes are trash. Look forward to the next one where CJ's gonna pick Jack Jack from the Incredibles. That's right. You can't fuck with him, though. That's what I'm saying. Just because I picked somebody you can't fuck with, it's not my fault. Because I could have picked Spider Man. Spider Man's a kid and he was trash, and you could pick him apart. Spider Man a grown man now. Like they finally got I could pick teenage Peter Parker, and you you could pick him apart. So I picked somebody you could pick apart. Not my fault. Your heroes are so flawed. Oh, you mean you, you still... mean they have realistic flaws? No, they're, they're not realistic. They're not realistic. These are heroes. None of these things are realistic. If we're gonna talk, <laughs> if we're gonna talk, none of these are realistic. Just using the MCU alone, your boy created Ultron with no freaking penalties. None. 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 Not one. Well, that's just a world without any checks and balances. That ain't that I ain't, I ain't dealing with that. And the, the fact that he even created Ultron, the whole Avengers movie is just them cleaning up his mess. But he did. Oh, he gonna... did back. He did back the suit. Like, uh, he did back the Accords. So. Oh wow! Ooh, whoop de doo. Hey, hey, that's, that's taking own. some sort of responsibility for it. That's your. That's your people. You know. <laughs> Them your problematic faves. So Why am I like that, I don't even like the character anymore. So <laughs> if you have if you have some problematic faves, hit us up on Facebook, on Instagram at Villains and Vinyl. Uh, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week, man. This has been fun. Anybody got some goodbyes? Anything you want to say? We love um, y'all. We'll see y'all later. Stay yeah. safe. Peace out. Yeah. All right. Like that, we're gone, man. See y'all next week. Peace. Well, all right.